0: Hello and welcome to the Curious Choice Leader podcast. I'm your host, Becca Priddo, and it's time to step into your leadership, one curious choice at a time. You're brilliant at what you do and you want to keep doing it, but your success means that you have a bigger role and a team to go with it. Suddenly, you're facing a new challenge, leadership, and it's a challenge that keeps changing and evolving and growing with you. This show is dedicated to helping experts like you become the leader you want to be, to create working worlds that work for you, your business and everyone connected with it, whether it's your own business or someone else's. This first season is all about leading change. In an increasingly uncertain world, one of our few certainties is that we're going to have to lead change. We're going to get curious about change itself, about our experiences with change, and see what lessons we can learn, and then make choices about how we apply them to the next set of changes we need to make. We've all been there worrying about a conversation that we need to have because we know it could be a difficult one. Maybe because we think the person we need to talk to won't like what we have to say, or maybe because the subject is charged with emotions. Having these conversations is something we need to do as a leader, and something we end up doing even more when we're leading change. So how can we get comfortable with having these uncomfortable conversations? Are you ready? It's time to get curious and make some choices. I remember the first time I had to have one of those classically really difficult conversations for real. I'd practiced them on training courses and I knew all about just how wrong a role play telling someone they smelled and needed to improve their hygiene could go, so how was I possibly going to cope telling someone I was firing them? There were good reasons for the firing, and I knew it was right for the team, for the business, and for the person I was going to fire, but I still lost a lot of sleep, and spent ages going over and over and over things in my head. I'd talked it through with my boss, who was great at supporting me, and I'd worked out just about every possible scenario and some pretty impossible and very improbable ones too. Oh, and I chickened out at least once. When I did have the conversation, it wasn't nearly as bad as I expected. I got straight to the point, I told them I wanted to talk about their job, and I asked them how they thought it was going. Much to my surprise, the person burst into tears and said they wanted to leave, but they didn't want to let anyone down. Imagine my relief when I was able to tell them I could make it happen for them. Now, not every difficult conversation is about losing a job, and not every conversation is as easy once it's started as that one was, but there are some things we can do to help ourselves get good results from all of them. And having said that, I think that I should add, even when we become very practised at these difficult conversations, there are some that we will always be anxious about having. Certainly, whenever we're talking to people about redundancies or job lossings or firings, and possibly when we have to give feedback, when we think that somebody will take personally, or to somebody more senior, or when we have to tell someone that their pet project is being stopped, we're always going to have an anxious moment beforehand. And that is a good thing, even if it doesn't feel like it at the time. Being empathetic towards the people we work with is something we strive for. We build relationships with the people we work with based on it. So naturally, these conversations are hard. That anxiety helps us to remember how important it is to get the conversations right and to take them seriously. There are two main things we're going to look at, getting ready for these conversations and then what we need to do during them. Being prepared makes all the difference to how these conversations go and spending time getting ready is a much better use of our energy than spending time worrying about these conversations. So what can we do to get ready for these really difficult conversations? There are three key questions for us to consider as we do our preparation. And on one level, they may seem really simple, but the more curious we get about our answers, the more prepared we'll be. I often get asked how long people should spend answering these questions, and that's a really difficult question to answer because it depends on a number of things your experience, how challenging the situation is going to be, and how severe the impact of the conversation might be. Giving someone feedback on some work can be a difficult conversation. But it probably won't be as difficult, for example, as telling somebody you're making them redundant. The first question is what really is the situation? You need to get curious about the facts, look at the situation from all different perspectives, gather all the information that you can, as well as the facts about the situation. Look at the impact it had on you, the team, and the business. I would also challenge you to consider how you're reacting to the situation. What assumptions are you making? Are they valid? The same goes for prejudices and any personal hot buttons that this situation is pressing. Secondly, I suggest asking yourself what you really want from the conversation. Get curious about the different possible outcomes and be really clear about what could happen next and what you can and can't do in the different circumstances. Doing this thinking in advance of the meeting allows you to fully focus during the meeting rather than having to work these things out as you go along. The third and final question is what do you need to do to be ready for this conversation? And there are two areas to explore within this question. Firstly, there are the practicalities. Things like, when and where should I have the conversation? Do I need to book some time or a meeting place? And how much privacy do we need? Is it okay to do it over Zoom? Is the paperwork I need? Things like that. And secondly, there is the more literal interpretation of the question. What do you need to do to be ready for that meeting? How are you going to make sure that you're able to focus? to listen and to stay in control of your emotions during the meeting. You'll know what's going to work best for you, be that clearing your diary just before and having a walk, be that making sure that you're eating well, sleeping well, maybe taking a moment to meditate or do a mindfulness practice, maybe it's having coffee, whatever it is that gets you mentally in the right place to be the leader you want to be in that meeting. For me, the hardest part of the conversation is getting started. So I like to work out word for word how I'm going to open the conversation and practice that over coffee just ahead of the meeting. Your values are really going to be on show in how you behave in this meeting, so make a conscious choice and demonstrate them well. Being ready for the conversation is great if you know it's going to happen, but what if you don't? Well, from my perspective, you can use those same three questions during the meeting too. Establishing the facts first, thinking about possible outcomes, and making sure you're being the leader you want to be. Remember, if someone comes to you with something difficult, you don't have to have all the answers immediately. You can focus on listening and collecting the facts and then tell the other person you need time to think about it and that you'll get back to them. Obviously, you need to make sure that you do. And this then keeps your relationship in a really strong place and shows that you respect how important the subject is. It also means that you can check other people's perspectives about the situation and consider other options and the wider implications of it. As we talked about getting ready for these difficult conversations, we talked a bit about how you want to be in the meeting and what else we need to keep in mind as we have these difficult conversations. Now, every difficult conversation is going to be different by its very nature, so generalisations about what to do beyond the start of the conversation are going to be pretty meaningless. So instead, we're going to focus on some key behaviours that are going to help you. First up, I'd suggest getting straight to the point. Your team members probably know when there's a problem and they may well have noticed you getting ready or even being a bit distracted. So let's make sure we treat people with the respect and dignity they deserve by getting straight to the point. As I said, it's totally okay to write yourself a script for that opening bit and to have notes to keep you on point and to make sure that you cover everything. What we're doing in these conversations is looking to get our point across clearly rather than demonstrate how great our memory is. When it's appropriate, having told the person what you're going to be talking about in this conversation, asking them for their views before you go any further can be really helpful. What's their view on the project you're about to cancel? What do they know about the situation the company finds itself? How do they think they're performing at work? Then listen. What you hear next will help you know how to make your points in a way that makes sense to the person you're talking to. If their views on things are very different from yours, You know, it's going to be a very different conversation than the one I had where the person I was firing already wanted to leave. Through the whole conversation, make sure that you're really listening to understand the other person's perspective and acknowledging their points. We need to approach these meetings with a really curious mind. Staying calm and focused just on the conversation we're having, not being distracted by our mobile phones and emails or other thoughts we have in our head, is also really going to help. And finally, remember it's okay to adjourn the meeting. Consider what you've discovered before you take the meeting to the conclusions it needs to get to. When we're leading change, leading in a rapidly changing world, or when there are lots of uncertainties, every conversation has the potential to be a difficult one. As we all know, those circumstances create a certain level of fear, and with that comes a heightened sensitivity, and emotions are closer to the surface than sometimes. When we're experiencing this heady cocktail, We tend to approach each conversation with our defences up, making it even harder for us as leaders to manage the conversation and get great outcomes. Okay, so in this episode, we've looked at why some conversations are harder than others and then thought about how we can make sure we're really ready for them by considering three main areas and answering three questions What really is the situation? What do I want from the conversation? And what do I need to do to be ready for that conversation? then we talked about approaching these difficult conversations with a curious mind and how we need to be in these meetings and making the choices to be the leader we want to be the things i share in this podcast are based on my experiences and some are going to be more relevant to you than others it's up to you to decide what you take and apply from this podcast that's what being a curious choice leader is all about getting curious and building our understanding then evaluating what we found and making choices about what's right for us Our circumstances and our business. So, the question I'd like to leave you with is having listened to this podcast, what are you going to do differently next time you're facing a difficult conversation? If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, I'd love it if you'd subscribe and then rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you rate and review the show, you help more people find it and step into their leadership one curious choice at a time. You can find the show and all the episodes and show notes, as well as more information on becoming a Curious Choice Leader by visiting thecuriouschoiceleader.com. Thank you for listening and I look forward to talking to you next time.